0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the One Shot Movement Podcast, where we're all about education, inspiration, diving deep into people's stories to pull out wisdom and lessons to help people thrive, live with passion and purpose. You only get one shot at life. We want you to go out there and give it your best shot. And I'm super excited about today's interview because it's with an incredible and inspiring sports star who turned into a. business person lost absolutely Everything, and then rebuilt himself up to have an incredible international brand. We're talking about former NFL American football professional Marcus Ogden, who went on to build a business that was in the eight figures at its peak, 15 million turnover, through ego, lost absolutely everything, a wipeout. He had two years uh, where he literally couldn't get a job. He got fired twice in the same week, and he worked for $8.50 an hour as a janitor and rebuilt himself up through growth and leadership skills hustle to build his brand now where he's now an executive coach coaches CEOs, sporting teams uh, all people around the world about leadership and growth and getting ahead in life so sit back and enjoy today's episode it's going to be super exciting. (laughs) Okay, everybody, welcome to another episode of the One Shot Movement podcast. And that the One Shot Movement podcast is all about inspiration, education, wisdom, drawing lessons from incredible entrepreneurs and people all around the world that are building businesses, making it happen, and really moving forward. And we're going to really dive into the journey of, of different entrepreneurs. And today we have an incredible guest. Um, we've been good friends on social Media for a while. I've, been, I've admired his background and journey of what he's done in business and in life in general. He's a former NFL American football star who transitioned into being a highly successful leadership coach and business person and he's also had a lot of business success along the way also a lot of lessons in his business journey his name is Marcus Ogden Uh, welcome to the show Marcus and I'd love you to share a little bit more about your story. Hey how you doing Craig thanks for having me on Uh, my name is
1: Marcus Ogden I'm from Washington D.C. the nation's capital uh, in the U.S.A. I played in the National Football League for almost six seasons. Uh, I have a brother, Jonathan, who played the NFL for 12 years. He's actually a Hall of Famer with the Baltimore Ravens. And after I got out of football, uh, it was in the mid-2000s, I struggled immensely with transition, what to do next. Uh, I didn't have a schedule. I didn't have a team around me. I didn't really know what to do as far as structure. I, after about six months, I founded a very successful construction company called Katie Premier Enterprises, and I became the largest African American subcontractor in the area of site work for about two years in the city of Baltimore and the state of Maryland. But then, unfortunately, as my company grew, Craig, so did my ego. And eventually, I ended up losing. That eight figure year business, along with my home, my cars, all of my money, my credit cards, nothing. I got down to absolute zero in 2013.
0: Wow! And look, uh, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that experience throughout there, uh, out there. I'm, you know, I'm really fascinated about the the highs of sport, highs of business to lows, and then rebuilding back up. And we'll talk a bit more about that. But I want to move into your sporting career um, to start with because I think there's so much to learn out of people in sport. And business. What would you say were your highs in sport, your lows, and also, um, you know, what you've taken out of sport into business?
1: The highs of my sports career, Craig, was being drafted into the National Football League. The lows is I remember I ended up asking to be let go from the Jaguars because I thought that my coach didn't like me. And in real terms, my coach and I just had a communication breakdown and it was all on my part, none on his. And that was probably the low of my career. And then I learned a lot about mindset and being a high performer from the National Football League, which is why I'm very well versed. And I'm also very hardworking, Craig, When it comes to being a high-performing individual in the world of sales, because in life, everything we do is a sale. We don't want to make it feel like a sale. We want to build authentic, valuable relationships, but in order to survive in society, you must be able to sell a product or a good or service to someone else that is for their value and for their gain.
0: Yeah, uh, I totally, totally agree with that. And the one thing I also, um, as a sports person myself, along my journey, that I think structure and time management and working towards goals were, you know, some of the real key values I took out of being, you know, someone pursuing a sporting career. Would you say that type of thing helped you in your transition into business?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely, Craig. As you learn how to work and achieve goals and set tactical plans and move forward, you are definitely being well-equipped to succeed in business. Absolutely.
0: And when you, t- you talked in your uh, intro a little bit about uh, you struggle with transition from sport. Into business. And I see that a lot with professional sports people that they, they become lost. It might be a 10 year, 15 year career where a sporting club really wraps their arms around them and then transitioning into life after sport. You mentioned a little bit about that. Do you want to talk more in depth about that part, transitioning out into business?
1: Yeah, the transition for me, Craig, was so hard because I wasn't ready for it. When my career was over, I was only 27 years, 27 and a half years old. And I had been playing football since I was 13. So the transition really got me because for 14 years of my life, high school, college, and as an adult, as a profession, that's all I had been doing. Football, football, football. And it's, it was very hard to step away from the game Not by my own merit, but because I had health problems and other issues, and it made it very difficult on me because I did not do a good job of how to have other options to do something to make a living after that. So I got hooked on alcohol, I got hooked on gambling, nightlife, things that I shouldn't have been doing but I was really crying out for just some direction. And that is why after about six months of me feeling sorry for myself and playing the pity card and playing the victim and the poor me card, I finally got my act together and started my construction business.
0: Wow. And I think, yeah, that's very, very common. And your your business, your construction business, was there a reason for construction? And you mentioned it was an eight-figure business at its highs. How did you get to eight figures? Was it just pure hustle and not know what you're doing? And uh, when we, yeah, like I'd love to hear a bit about that.
1: Oh, it was pure hustle, Craig. It was just going out. I started construction because I wanted to have the big check syndrome and I was under the impression that construction had the big checks which it does and did but with those big checks came a lot of work a lot of process and a lot of really hard work and grind and grit and i decided to start the business because i said "Eh, i'll try to make some big money and i went to hear congressman elijah cummings who just passed away a few months ago who was a very influential figure uh, politically, he's very close to Obama, some other great people. I heard him speak at a Morgan State event in Baltimore, Maryland, and he said, someone in this room will be the next successful minority contractor. And I said, well, might as well be me? And I went out there, Craig, and I took the same mindset, I took as an offensive lineman. Work hard, show up early, stay late, try to build relationships. You know, no offensive lineman can block a defensive lineman or front by themselves without having a scheme. And it's all about teamwork and unity. And I took that same approach to our business. I went out and got a business partner. I went to hire the best, try to hire the best people. And the company just grew rapidly. But unfortunately, I was just not prepared for that growth either. And as the money came in, my ego got bigger and bigger until eventually my staff could not fit in the same room with me and they left.
0: Wow! Yeah, and and that is a really important point. You know, your business will grow to where you grow as a person. And you know, I always say to people, you know, the startup phase, the zero to one hundred k a year phase, you will need a different set of skills and mindset to get to seven figures and then the same to eight figures and someone that's grown so rapidly and so quickly um to get to eight figure turnover business you know you do need you know an incredible set of skills to run a business of that side and you touched on ego and that's a really important um yeah, it's a really important thing to understand and be self-aware of your ego. What would you describe with your experience of losing everything, and how that crippled you in business? Huh?
1: Losing everything makes you value everything, and I tell people all the time: in order to have a victory mindset where you're always going to push forward to win. Number one is you have to aggressively resolve problems. Number two, you have to innovate and adapt. Number three, you have to be able to lead up and down the line. And number four, which is exactly why I lost my business, is you have to remain humble and show humility, which I did not. Literally, I got to the point where when I got paid big checks, I expected it. I never thanked my staff. I never thanked my office people, my field people. Now, I did share money with people, but I did it the wrong way. I kind of I became a friend and not a leader. Once I crossed over, Craig, to that friend zone, I literally was not able to be talked to or told I was wrong. But when I tried to reprimand people, it was not effective because unfortunately they saw me as a friend and not their leader or the person they were had to be responsible to. And I had to be responsible to serve them. So there's a lot of things that I did wrong in business that led me to where I ended up losing my home, both my cars, and everything I had worked for in my life uh, in my 20s was gone by the time I had turned 32.
0: Wow. And um, we've spoken.
1: Yeah, 32. I, was, I was 32, yep.
0: Wow. And um, uh, I guess we have had a bit of a chat prior to this uh, podcast, and, you know, you talked a, a bit about um, the dark times uh, after losing everything as well, they sort of hung around for the best part of two to three years as well. Do you want to expand on those? Yeah. I mean, after I lost
1: everything for about, God, Craig, from 2013 until really 2018, right? It was a struggle. And I mean that because in 2013, I was fired from two jobs in the same week. I was a custodian making $8.25 an hour. Then I got into wanting to be a keynote speaker after having my pivotal moment. I tell everybody this all the time. My pivotal moment was my pivotal moment. Your pivotal moment can be dear to you. It can be Loss of a loved one, finances, relationship issues, uh, housing issues, whatever it is, your pivotal moment is your pivotal moment. But mine was getting someone spoiled milk on my bare skin at about four o'clock in the morning on my shift. And when I, that happened, Craig, I came home, wrote down my goal, said, I'm going to be a keynote speaker. Look out, world. Here comes Marcus Ogden. Well, for two and a half years, not one paid job, not one. 2016, I got my first one. 17, I still kind of muddled around a little bit, got some jobs here and there. I had a little success, but nothing consistent. Then I got coached in 2018 uh, at a program at Penn State. And then really in 2018 going forward to now, every day I've gotten better and better at just being more humble implementing what I've learned through different classes, life experience, education, reading, you name it, to now have a very successful platform that we're growing through keynote speaking, executive coaching, consulting. My second book will be out January 28th of 2020, and it's called The Success Cycle. One of my mentors is Miss Mel Robbins, who is amazing. She wrote the five second rule. Her publishing house, Post Hill Press Publishing, has published my book, which is actually a hardback and will be released January 28, 2020, talking about these three things are the foundation of any successful individual or business organization ambition, which is setting your goals and creating the roadmap to get where you want to go number two is drive which is the inner force to get you where you want to go it's about having inspiration not just motivation and then the last part is hard work it's not a nine to five it's a 95 hour week it's about putting in the hard work and outworking your competition and focusing on you and not what they're doing
0: Wow. Uh, That's, uh, I mean, I I guess sing to the same tune there as well. I'm always about growing as a person, leading and, you know, a business won't build itself. You've got to put in the hours and double down in terms of action. So super excited. We'll find out more about where you can access that book and the details of that book in the show notes. But, you know, I, I think, it's been an incredible journey to date and I always talk to people life is a journey business is a journey entrepreneurship is a journey full of highs and lows and you know is there anything you would probably add to that um because I think some people want and focus too much on instant gratification and they want success without doing the work um do you want to share anything around that topic
1: absolutely I do uh- Anything in life that you have that's worth something, you have to work for. Do not expect anyone to hand you anything. That's not the way the world works. If you want something, you have to go out and show people that you deserve to get their business or deserve to get their trust. I have a big speaking job coming up uh, in January for the North Carolina Association. Of chiefs of police. Very excited about this opportunity because I have a chance to go and speak to about 300 police chiefs from across the state of North Carolina, plus the lieutenant governor of our state. And I have a chance to talk to the police chiefs vendors the morning uh, before. And this was not handed to me. The gentleman who helped me get the job has known me since I moved to Raleigh in 2013 for almost now seven years. And after seven years of knowing me, watching me try to build my speaking career, hustle, grind, bustle, everything, he finally nominated me to the board of the North Carolina Association of Chiefs of Police, and they voted to have me come and be a speaker at their event. But again, I have known Chief Hess for seven years. He could have recommended me anytime. But like he said, Marcus, I have seen you grow and grind and work and hustle. And you deserve to be on our platform because you can help inspire us. And I think you would bring great value to the event. So, But again, that's the whole point. Look at that, Craig. I've known him for seven years, Craig, Mm. and now he just hired me or referred me and I got hired. So nothing comes overnight. There is no instant gratification. I have had everything in life stripped from me. Money, dignity, credit cards, family, friends, respect, everything. And when you have nothing, you get to know who your friends are. So everybody said, "Oh, Marcus is having a lot of success as a speaker now. How's he doing that? Well, how's he doing it? He's working. He's working like doing a podcast at 6 p.m. in the evening on a Monday, trying to what grow his business, what grow exposure, what grow his platform. I'm not sitting around expecting anyone to hire me just because they like football or they like the fact I'm six five and a half. Like that's not that's not realistic. It's about." putting yourself in the best position to achieve success by working your butt off for it.
0: Yeah, well said, like that there is, you know, I always look at my 20 years in business and journey and owning five fitness clubs, help franchise the business, my last uh, 10 years building business internationally around the world. The relationships that you accumulate, you know, that I often say to people the currency is your contacts list and you just nailed it with what you said there about your speaking gig now is really cultivated because of the relationship back in 2013. It's a powerful, powerful message for any entrepreneur wanting to get ahead. Um, Is there any other lessons that you've learned along the way that you think have really put you in good, um, good foundations? You know, it could be around mindset. It could be around the amount of personal investment and growth. You talked about your coach and mentor. Is there anything else that you think is really valuable for the audience?
1: I think it's if you want to excel in business, you have to create an excellent corporate culture. You do that by having these four, these four characteristics as your pillar, okay? Number one is you have to have excellent teamwork in your organization. Number two, keep it simple. Number three, prioritize and execute. And number four, allow anyone to lead from anywhere if they have the credentials to do so. So again, it's all about teamwork, keeping it simple, prioritize and execute, and then allowing people to lead from anywhere that have the ability to do so. So again, these are characteristics of creating and setting an excellent corporate culture. Any business that thrives, Amazon, Apple, uh, New York Life, who's been a client of mine, Axe Advisors, you know, all these people, right? Everything. These are people, these are organizations, Craig, that have excellent culture. So if you want to have excellent culture, those are the four pillars you need to be sure are implemented daily, to help you set that culture, which can then forward you and hopefully help you create that winning and top of the line organization that you are trying to build.
0: Very well said, uh, Marcus. I think just uh, wrapping up our show now, I'll just throw a few little rapid fire questions for you. Uh, what would be your favorite book, audio, or podcast, something that you turn to, to to learn and grow?
1: High-Performing Habits by Brendan Bouchard.
0: Great. And if you had to start again based on what you know now, what would be the thing that you would do that would probably stand you in good uh, stead to regrow again?
1: I would remain humble as I was achieving massive success.
0: And what would be the best piece of advice you've ever received along your journey?
1: Never stop learning and never stop growing.
0: And uh, have you got a a good five year vision in plan? Where do you see yourself in the next five years?
1: In the next five years, I like to have uh, a very strong speaking career nationally and internationally out of my country, the USA. I love to be able to get um, to create and do another two or three books uh, in that time. And then I would love to have our online courses up and running where people who cannot afford to have me coach them one-on-one can get access to my online course around speaking and or mental toughness to overcome mental, physical limitations.
0: And what would you say your favorite quote, or do you have a favorite quote?
1: My favorite quote really is, I got this from a coaching client of mine, it's an Abraham Lincoln quote. If I'm given four and a half hours to chop down a tree, I spend the first three and a half hours sharpening my blade.
0: Wow, I haven't heard that before. It uh, makes sense. And uh, and just uh, in wrapping up, where and where would be the best way to find you online, or a bit about more about Marcus or your books or anything? Where where's the one stop shop for Marcus Ogden?
1: You can go to my website, www.marcusmarquesogdenogden.com. You can see on there we have a, a coaching section, we have a media section with videos of things we've done for different clients, we have a client section. We did a big speaking job for Cisco about two weeks ago. There's some photos on the website from that. So there's a lot of information there. But again, www.marcusmar.com. Q-U-E-S, Ogden, dot com is our website.
0: What an incredible story, Marcus Ogden. I absolutely love talking to Marcus about his business and life because sport, transitioning from a high-level sport into business, really not knowing what he's doing to build a $15 million business, losing everything everything due to his ego and rebuilding again, evolving as an entrepreneur. There's so much wisdom in that story. If you like today's episode, make sure you go on to iTunes and all the different podcasting platforms, give us feedback, give us ratings, make sure that we can get this message to the world. If you haven't got the book yet or you feel that someone needs to hear this message, share this with them as well. Go on to all the usual social media hand the one-shot movement on Instagram we're growing an amazing brand here around this message you've got one shot at life go out there and give it your best shot my name's Craig Schultz I'm your host till next week with another incredible entrepreneur we will see you soon